0: Hey, it's Lulama Anderson, and welcome to the and Podcast. Really hope you're doing good. I'm doing well. Really hope you're going to enjoy today's episode. Uh, but before we continue, I just wanted to tell you, if you want to follow me on socials, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is the same, Instagram. So on all social media platforms, especially Twitter, because on Twitter, I've been like really active like I tweet like 15 tweets a day or something like that. It's really nice. I never thought I would enjoy like Twitter this much. I, you know, I never really thought it was my thing. So, but I knew that all throughout the years when I was not tweeting that much, it was because I didn't really have something to talk about, you know. Because I've discovered that if you're going to be on Twitter, even on Instagram, you need to actually be pushing a brand or, or a label or actually a hustle or something you can't just be going on social media just to socialize. You actually have to be looking for information or something. Yeah, for I think for high school kids and, you know, young kids, it's fine if they can go on social media and waste their time. In fact, it's not even advisable for them, <laughs> for anyone, as a matter of fact. So social media is bad, it's bad. But if you are pushing a business, I think it's actually a good thing. You, you can actually reach a lot of people. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can just go on Twitter, follow me at Lulama Anderson. So let's just get in today's topic. It's like quite a disgusting Thing to talk about if you're eating, please don't listen to this. <laughs> you might actually, um, you know, project some projectiles or something like that. <laughs> so, anyways, you know, there's a student that actually urinated on another student desk, like uh, another student, like work desk. So basically, in the middle of the night, like 2am, a white student decided to go into a black student uh, room residential area and actually went into his room and actually urinated on top of his laptop, his books and everything. So the black student actually wakes up and actually confronts him and said, OK, what are you doing? You're actually pissing on my books. And the white student actually said, this is what we do to black boys. So... You can know that this is not the first time that he's actually doing this so i suspect it's probably a ritual you know uh it's the whole hazing thing even in america you know the fred houses in colleges so you find people actually going into initiation trying to get into the fred house so they will um, go through a lot of hazing you know you have to maybe drink even urine a lot of disgusting things some boys actually die from that so Even in South Africa, especially in multiracial schools, in black schools, there's no such thing. You're just bullied like, you know, normal, just like any other normal kid. So in multiracial schools in South Africa, you find that, especially in the old days, I don't know now if it's still uh, prevalent. Like back then, uh, I think it's a bit better these days because I don't hear any stories about it. So, but back then, uh, you'd find like maybe 2000, early 2000s, you know, obviously, There was a lot of white privilege back then. (laughs) So some of my friends have told me that they've been through a lot of hazing in their high school. So, uh, you know, the whole initiation thing, they'll probably make them stand up in one line, make them do all sorts of things, maybe squats, do push-ups, drink a lot of uh, water, you know, all sorts of things, things that will actually embarrass them and actually make them feel bad. So it's the whole initiation thing. So a lot of boys do it. So now, uh, because nowadays, you know, black and white students, uh, white students cannot really haze black students because it would be obviously racist. They would say it's racist. I don't think it would actually be racist, but there should be some racist undertone on it because, you know, maybe they, when they haze their fellow white students, might not be as bad as black students, you know. So, but that's me, that's me speculating. I don't really have the 100% facts. It's just my opinion. So, so these students, that's what basically happened. So even this student that went to another student's um, residential area or, or dorm room or whatever. So he went there with the intention to, to urinate on top of his books. Hopefully he might not even find out. And then in the morning they'll probably laugh about it. Ah, you urinated on his books, or oh, he's a freshman. Blah 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 blah. So it's that whole thing. So unfortunately, these guys they were actually doing it to black students. So going to black students' rooms, maybe they're freshmen. They urinate on their books or something embarrassing, or even on top of their beds. Unfortunately, we don't have the full facts because, you know, when something that like this happens, there are a lot of people who go and protest, and the student then you know, student governing body, like or the body of the students or whoever is in charge, they're trying to protect this student. You know, they, they didn't release his uh, image or his name for the longest time. So they're trying to keep this under wraps because obviously it's the reputation of the university. And this university, the Uli- University of Stellenbosch, it's not even the first incident of, you know, a racist incident. There was an incident in 2008 there were some maids, you know, the maid of the school, you know, the caretakers. Uh, some of the students made their caretakers drink urine. It was female maids, so okay, it's a maid. So they made them drink urine and all sorts of things. They made them play rugby. It was pretty pretty embarrassing. If that thing came out today, like, or if it happened today, like, oh man. <laughs> that video, it still haunts me to this day that how come we didn't do anything back then? Um, that's what I've been telling a lot of uh, black people, especially in South Africa, that uh, we are not aware of most of the racism that's happening. We might even be, uh, some of us numb to it because we see it more often. But I think there's a lot of racism that we don't even recognize it's happening and, or we are ignorant, or it's happening to people who are uneducated, right? When A white supremacist sees, ah, this person doesn't even have Twitter, who will they complain to? They can't even go to the cops because being racist to another person is not actually illegal, you get what I mean? So unless you say the K word, you know. So imagine the kind of racism that other people are experiencing out there, especially because South Africa we are not known um, about, like, you know, we don't even whip out our phones when we experience a racist incident especially because we're of the culture that when you are living in the township, you can't just take out your phone and record something that's happening. Someone will snatch your phone or they'll break your phone and say, what, what the hell are you doing? This is the hood, man. <laughs> so we don't have that kind of culture. So imagine the kind of racist incidents that are happening out there. And the unfortunate thing is that this kind of racism, that's why I've been saying that racism will never end as long as uh, kids are being taught in their homes that black people are inferior or whatever things that they're taught. That's why in most cases, uh, there's this thing, critical race theory. They say, oh, it's a critical race theory. Why are you teaching our kids about racism? You're making them feel guilty about being white in schools and things like that. It's because they want their kids to feel comfortable about t- about racism. They can teach them as much racism as they want. So they want their skills to be homeschooled, especially a lot of um, Caucasian Americans who are racist or suspected white supremacists. They want their kids to be homeschooled because now they can be able to brainwash their kids and tell them that, okay, uh, CRT, uh, you know, black people ain't shit, uh, black people are this and that. They can actually tell them every lie they can be able to. But if the kids are taught in school that, okay, racism is bad, this and that, kids will, will actually stop you know because they're really taught this racism so unfortunately a lot of uh, white parents nowadays are from the apartheid era they grew up during apartheid even elon musk he grew up during apartheid so he still has that mentality or let me rather not even accuse him let me rather accuse the white supremacists that i know <laughs> you know so the white supremacists that do exist they still think that black people are inferior because their parents who are the grandparents of these kids that are, are in varsity, e. are in high school nowadays, they, th- they taught them this racism, that, okay, black people are inferior, black people, you don't have to be scared of them. Even if you do a crime or do anything offensive or harm them, there's nothing that will happen to you. We'll make sure that we protect you. So unfortunately, we are in that situation. And The worst thing is that the news media is not even reporting on this that much and they're trying to cover it up as much as possible. They're not even saying straight up that the student was a white student and the other student was black because, you know, they don't want to incite the violence or actually um, firm the flames and making the situation much worse. But they actually need to explain what really happened and the school hasn't released any statements. I it's been 24 hours. The only statement that they release is that they're going to deal with the pupil and they're going to release another statement by Friday. I mean, why isn't this student expelled? Because right now they said he was suspended. Why isn't he expelled? In fact, he should be in jail because that's kind of disgusting, man. Like, and the worst thing again, <laughs> it's getting worse and worse, is that our activists, you know, the, the politicians, they're not saying anything. That's why when they say, okay, our black people are the majority in South Africa. No, we are only our own. Like, we cannot really rely on our politicians. We are on our own. We need to take care of business on our own. And it's said that uh, most black people don't even realize this because most of the politicians and activists that we rely on, that will actually push the movement. They won't even push the movement because they are, pay, they are they're bought. These people are, have already been bought by other white supremacists, So they won't do anything. They won't even say anything. So they're still waiting for their masters to actually tell them, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to say. You can't say this, this and that. So unfortunately, that's why I keep telling people we need our own uh, media, you know, even in America, even all over the world, you need to go on Twitter. It's very simple to actually report on news on Twitter. We need to be on Twitter or any social or anywhere where you can spread the news. Uh, Anything that you know, you need to actually tell someone, you know, and tell them this is what's happening. Actually, when you go on Twitter, when something is trending, obviously some stories or some people, they might be trolling. But when you actually go down the news, you actually find the facts and people actually investigate. They, They actually do the journalism that journalists are supposed to be doing. So... People on the internet actually investigate these things, so that's why if you think that the mainstream media is lacking somehow, you can actually go on the internet and actually report on things because it's quite easily actually it's quite easy actually finding the facts. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, by my, uh, on my side, <laughs> I've been uh, on Twitter making sure that I report on news, anything that I know, also reporting on facts, memes. Obviously, I have to <laughs> report on memes. So, you know, such situations, um, these white supremacists, they wouldn't be having such guts to do such things if black people would severely punish them. So unfortunately, our leaders, they won't punish uh, these kids. We need to actually go out there. And I'm really glad the students of Stellenbosch, they're really protesting out there. They're really pushing the movement. So I'm really happy about that and you know they're just singing their uh, apartheid songs <laughs> because they're still there you know songs of uh, upliftment making sure that the uh, you know movement goes forward but anyways that's the story for today uh, i'm gonna give you updates as it happens but i think they're just going to give the boy a, a slap on the wrist they're not going to give him any heavy punishment Because we all know if it was a black boy, you know, it would have been bad. So that's why we need to make sure that we run our own uh, media. You know, we need to share stories and make sure that we alert each other because mainstream media won't report on any of the things that we want them to report. We need to push our own narrative. They can push the narrative that they want because they will tell us what they want us to hear. We need to actually push the narrative and actually tell them how we feel as black people, you know. So, but anyways, uh, that's the episode today. Is this Neyman podcast? For now, shop shop.